Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 41 about holidays in the Florida theme parks. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is sponsored by Original Disnerd. Original Disnerd brings the Disney classics back for you to wear. Find retro and classic tees featuring Disney parks nostalgia such as River Country, Great Movie Ride, and Original Mickey Bars. And you can check out, hopefully by this time, maybe they'll have some of their holiday merchandise and throwbacks. Uh, up on their site, you won't find these fun and original teas anywhere else. Visit thefloridatravelpod.com slash disnerd to start shopping for your next Florida vacation. Christina, I'm so excited to talk about the holidays. I'm excited because it means that it's coming. It's so close. Yes, this episode airs in November and it may feel like it's a little far However, all of these activities, I think that we mentioned, will start at some point this month. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, once you start seeing trees going up in the theme parks by beginning of November, if not already... Well, no, they're they're usually good for the the holiday. They Halloween. put them up. They put them up, but they don't decorate them. So there's they start bringing that stuff in. But before we talk about holidays, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. What you got? So there's some really really nice neighborhood areas that are known for their Christmas lights. So wherever you are in Florida, visiting or live, check in your area for these neighborhoods and do a Christmas bike ride. You pack a little hot chocolate thing in your backpack and you can go for a ride through the neighborhoods and check out the Christmas lights. We did this a couple years in a row up in Altamont Springs and we went through several neighborhoods. It was about five miles on a bike and we had hot chocolate and we, we towed, this was, um, you know, with the kids were littler, Madison Road and the other two rode in the trailer. And we went five miles through the neighborhoods. We've done it a couple of times and it is so fun. And there's a ton of great neighborhoods and the, some of them do, their houses are all done up with music playing and all that. It's a great experience. That is so nice. And I think that is check your local how did you find it? Community boards. Oh, okay. Like, like um, you know, we have the Claremont Mineola awareness page on Facebook and people will list them in there, the communities that are doing stuff like that. Okay. I think that is amazing, an amazing tip and it does. It goes so perfect with our topic today. Now, granted, when you're checking out the lights, you really don't need sunscreen. But what do you, when do well, you need? Well, actually, I mean, checking out the lights, no, but if you're going to the theme parks, you better be wearing that sunscreen. There you go. This is not even an option. <laughs> there's nothing to protect you from the sun in the theme park. I know, right? There's not a lot of, I mean, there's shady areas, but you are out there in the sun. And yes, it still is very sunny this time of year throughout Florida. So I think we haven't talked about the theme parks on this podcast a lot for a good reason. Yeah, I think we've only done it maybe once or twice. And maybe even we've just talked about it in our own personal experience working there or, Mm -hmm. you know, living in this area. I think there's a good reason why we don't talk about this. It's they're constantly changing. We're not a theme park podcast. We are a Florida podcast. We want you to experience more. There is more to Florida than Disney World. Yes. However, for the holidays, you cannot go wrong with visiting the theme parks. I just, the holiday, Christmas is my favorite season. It's my, I know a lot of people love Halloween. As we record this, we're coming up on Halloween, but 
I love the magic of Christmas and I love the magic of the holidays. Sparkly so, lights. Oh my goodness, it is. It's just magic and wonder and joy. And it's sugar just, cookies and champagne. And hot chocolate and peppermint. I'm and, not letting the champagne go. Okay. <laughs> if you listen to our last episode, <laughs> make sure you find out why Christina wants It's the theme, for, <laughs> it's the theme for, this, for today. these coming episodes. Uh, so... Like I said, you can't go wrong with visiting the theme park. So we rounded up what you can do at the big parks for the holidays, as well as telling you some of our experiences there. So let's hit the big cheese and go to Disney World. Disney World. Um, So Disney World, if if you're not familiar, and I don't know who's listening to this that isn't familiar with Disney World, (laughs) they have four different theme parks even within Disney World. And primarily, I think where the magic happens is at Magic Kingdom. I'm not going to lie. I agree with you on that. The best the best of it is is at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, all of it is great, but the Magic Kingdom is like the, I can't, the words eluded me. Magical? Yeah, we're not going with that. <laughs> Some of the things they do at the Magic Kingdom, um, one is, you know, Cinderella Castle lights up all in holiday style. They've started doing... Yes, they have all of the twinkie, twinkly lights. Twinkie lights. Twinkie lights, you know. <laughs> Twinkling lights. But they also do projection mapping. Have on you the seen castle. have you seen any videos of it? I have. It's I really, have. really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. Oh, that's I a- thought the castle looked like it was three dimensional. Like it was gonna not it, like on the video. It looks like the castle's just gonna get up and walk away. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it, but yes, I think you're right. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful. I they do such an amazing job. And we're gonna talk about projection mapping on a couple of different things um in a bit. The um the lights in that they start November twelfth. See, um, I told you it was before Christmas or before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it is literally an overnight turnover yeah. at the theme parks going from and Halloween working in to the Christmas. theme parks. I can tell you, I've seen that happen. Me too. It's, it's amazing. really, really cool. The the magic that goes into and how many people? It's like it's like Santa's elves just descend upon Disney. I love it. <laughs> so this year, I looked into there. They used to call it. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. And then now it's Disney Very Merriest After Hours Party. Wow. That's this amazing. starts on select night starting November 8th. Prices on this are a little steep, in my opinion. So I this agree. is an after hours party. I think you can get in even before it closes. So it's it's comparable to, say, a one day pass, but you get extra perks. The prices start at $169. You know, people are going to pay it. And if you are one of them, I applaud you. I think it's amazing. Um, However, even if you don't go to the party, the park is still going to be decked out with all of the holiday decor. And it's still magical to go during your vacation or during the day. Uh, The party gets you special fireworks, a special parade, special shows, extra little treats and hot chocolate throughout the park. It snows in the park. It includes complimentary snacks and popcorn, seasonal treats, special select bottled beverages. It's it's very merry. It sounds very merry to me. <laughs> but I, even if you don't go during um, during the party itself, you can still see 
the um, all the holiday decor. And I think that still makes it magical. Or you can just go and try and get a job at Disney and see it for free. And that's for the locals, yeah. <laughs> Even then, I don't think they can go just for free. No, but if they're working, they're oh, there. Oh, sure. <laughs> if they're working. But if they're working, they're working, Yeah, Christina. but then they can see it. <laughs> My favorite, however, at Disney is Epcot. Yeah, I I have to second. I I almost said it when you said Disney Magic Kingdom being the big the big cheese of it all. It is. However, I this this first one here is my ultimate favorite. I used to never miss this. Uh, and that's is the candlelight processional. Right. Tell yeah. tell us about the candlelight processional. I used to when I worked at Disney, I was a, a coordinator for events in different areas, and this was one of the events that I worked. And I got to see all the narrators and all of the, they don't, they're not doing the high schools this year. They're not doing the high schools. But they are doing the cast chorus still. Right. So Um, there's still a choir. There's just not, they just, they normally bring in the local high schools to sing. Right. I think for, But that's just a note for you that yes, they are still singing this year. It's just the cast. Um, But they bring in celebrity narrators to read the story of Christmas along with the cast. And they sing these traditional carols. They have their, their musicians they're playing they have the voices of liberty singing and the music is just absolutely spectacular they have the fanfare trumpets playing along the side they stand up on the wall and they play and it just it's like being in the middle of i don't know a globe of music it just sounds unbelievable well and that that where they have it is there across from the american pavilion that stage is meant to be like a concert hall yeah you can almost hear it all over the park it's it's amazing candlelight there's just nothing that matches it if you want to get in the christmas spirit that is the way to do it and you don't have to pay extra to do that you just have to have your park admission however they do offer like the the dinner package where you get priority seating also have a dining um reservation like and it's a specialty dining reservation, right? It's right, you have to eat at a restaurant, restaurant. Yeah, select restaurants, and it is a package that you purchase. Now, if you are going to go wait in line, you need to get there early. Like you need to be there when the previous show is still going on to get in line because the dining people get in first, right? And if there's enough of them, they can fill up quite a bit of that audience. You can stand on the road outside if you just want to listen and not sit in it. But if you want to seat in there, you need to get there early. Exactly. The other thing I love about Epcot is because it is the countries around the world, they have the holidays around the world, mm-hmm. and you get to hear all of the different traditional stories from that country. So, for example, in France, you're going to hear from Père Noël. In Italy, it is, it's a witch. I can't remember what her yeah, name is. Yeah. Uh, she is really cool. She tells you all about, I think it's... She tell tell you about Three Kings Day. I think so. I think so. I think she talks about the journey that the Three Kings make from um, Christmas until they arrive at the manger. And they have stuff in Germany too. Same kind of thing with stories. Oh, the, Ger- the German Santa is yeah amazing. You can also get pictures with a Santa in the American Pavilion. They do Hanukkah and Kwanzaa stories in the American Pavilion. I like the Norwegian. Um, mischief maker elf <laughs> yeah that one's a lot of fun too so the holidays around the world really you could just go and wander Epcot and not have anything to do I think this is still even a great thing for kids Epcot was one of my kids favorite places I know a lot of people feel like they need to go to the big attractions for the kids but at the holidays there's Epcot so much gorgeous. to see yeah. and so much to do and 
If you're in the American Pavilion, check out the Voices of Liberty because they also perform Christmas carols. Yeah. And they are that, the Voices of Liberty, they're that um, revolutionary era choir, eight-part, is mm-hmm. it eight-part harmony? No, I think it's four, but there's multiple of them. In well, each, yeah, yeah, I think it's eight. It's, it's a, four. It's four-part four part harmony, harmony, but they have... Um, multiples per part two per part maybe yeah that's i guess maybe that's why i was thinking mm-hmm. eight either way their voices are astounding they sing in the rotunda area so just, of course the sound is beyond perfect acoustics. exactly <laughs> and that is also really enjoyable just to sit and listen to them sing mm-hmm. disney springs is also decked out for the holidays and free and free <laughs> exactly <laughs> however let me tell you it is free. We used to go there every year to meet Santa. I have pictures from the kids with that Santa in that area every year. Last year, we couldn't get in. I think we had to make reservations you, and we yeah. didn't know it. Yeah. And it was, I've or it was taken, or we didn't arrive in time or something like that. They do have like a, you know, like when you go to the restaurants and you get a pager. Mm-hmm. They do have a pager system now, or maybe it's a text system. Probably to visit so people Santa. aren't standing in line. Right. However, that was one of my favorite Santas, just because it didn't look like a mall Santa. Right. <laughs> and so the pictures are always very nice, very, you know, beautiful German style chalet. And they also do, there's decorations everywhere. And I also like the Christmas tree stroll. Yes. Have you done that? I did um, probably five years ago. Okay, and it doesn't change very much year over year. The Christmas tree stroll, which is hard for me to say fast, (laughs) (laughs) it is they have a whole area where you walk through all of these Christmas trees, but they're decked out like themes from some of the Disney movies. Mm -hmm. So you have a Star Wars tree, you have a Frozen tree. I'm sure there's a Marvel tree. I just don't remember it. There's Snow White, Pinocchio, Dumbo, just all of the classics, plus some of the new ones as well. And and it is, they're gorgeous. They're absolutely beautiful. It snows in there as well. Did we mention it's free? And it's free. And it's free. And it's free to park at Disney Springs too. So if you've never been and you're a local, you that's a great way to get your Disney fix. Yeah, they have a big parking garage. So, and it's very well done. Yes, yeah, three parking garages. Yeah, orange and they're like colored garages. Lime that, and yeah. tangerine, maybe? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they're citrusy fa- flavored. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the Disney hotels. Also free to travel through. Well, yes. Yes and no. Because during COVID and added security measures, technically you cannot go to a hotel unless you are staying there or have an active dining reservation. Meaning, yeah, so you know, I you're going to go there for dinner that night. What I did was because we wanted to ride the gondolas. And we purchased through the app a, a little dessert to go pick up on the boardwalk. Through mobile dining. Through their mobile dining app. I and was going to mention this that. This was suggested by the security guard. He's like, all you have to do is have something that you're going to pick up with mobile dining. And then you can park here. And so we did that and we were able to ride the gondolas all around to resorts and whatnot. And then from the resorts, you're right there. Yeah. So the, the various hotels have different themes as well. So like the Grand Floridian is a Victorian theme. That tree must be four stories tall. Yeah. It's huge. They have a life-size gingerbread house there at the boardwalk. It is a, um, I think it's the chocolate carousel that's at the boardwalk. 
at the Yacht and Beach Club. They have a train, a miniature village. So if you can go to some of the hotels, and even if you do mobile ordering, like, you know, if you're going to go order some ice cream, maybe at one of the restaurants or one of the quick serve places. Yeah, you can get the app. You can make it pretty. I mean, I believe you could probably find a way to do it free, but at the very least, it's just the cost of a, a little dessert or something on the boardwalk. Which or is worth it. And boardwalk is really easy to park at and get to. And then you can go from the boardwalk to Epcot, take the... the to Yacht and Beach Club right. as well. You can walk around over there. And then with the gondolas at the boardwalk, where can you go? You can go to Polynesian. You can go to... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You can go all the way to Polynesian? Yeah, we we took the gondola. Well, so okay, here's the thing about the gondolas. <laughs> here's why we don't talk about the theme parks cuz we're no, we, not going all the time. <laughs> we did it. We did the gondolas, but we had to um keep in mind too, COVID stopped everyone from fitting all like they, they it was only your family. Now right, I think they're is- back to fitting as many people as they oh, can. Okay. So if you're like, eh, I don't want to be in a gondola with all these people, you need to have your party be pretty big yeah. <laughs> so that you can't fit anyone. But um, I am I believe we went to the Polynesian. You can go from Epcot. And then the thing is, is you had to get off the gondola and get on a different gondola. Which, yeah, that's fair. So at, um, we there was very, there was a bunch of transfers, but we did like three or four transfers and we went... Um, to uh gosh i can't even remember where we went to because we weren't there to see anything oh 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 art uh, <laughs> art of animation oh yes yeah art of animation and pollination and that's close and, yeah so that makes sense um it was it's a neat ride you can do it it, it could take you a, a couple hours to yeah, do especially all of if that. you're gonna go do and look at some of the christmas decorations right and i those, think it's really cool to so see. monorail you can catch at epcot too can't you well, yes. If you are at Epcot, you right. can so catch you the monorail. Right. So if you park at the boardwalk, go to the monorail, you can then ride. You have the- to have ticket to get to the monorail from boardwalk. Oh, you do? Because you have to go through Epcot. It get- at boardwalk, you're going into the back entrance of Epcot. Or you can pay to park your car at the Magic Kingdom for $30 and then ride from ticket and transportation wherever yep. you want. So if you really want to do the monorail, it's 30 bucks to park your car. Yeah. And that could be, I mean, that could be probably cheaper than buying everybody a snack. Right. There you go. Yeah. There's a, there's, I won't, don't want to, you know, suggest ways to work around this, but. Yeah, but that's things that they would suggest to you too. Exactly. So. Uh, and then you camped at Disney last year. What was your experience getting onto the campground? Oh gosh, it's easy because we went to the gate and we just said we're, we have reservations at Fort Wilderness. Okay. And then if we don't have reservations. Um, I believe you can go there and well, okay. So this is, Pre-COVID. Right. No, you you camped in the middle of it. I did. No, no, no. I'm saying pre-COVID, if you weren't camping at the campground, if you were going to like the Chippendale, like we just- We would go. Yeah, we We just We would say we're going to the, going to have breakfast. Yeah, you can do that too. Um, I believe that um, Chippendale is up and going now. Okay. I I don't- know what you oh you mean like the, the campfire. campfire oh the campfire yes but do they do that if you're not staying at disney is that technically supposed to be for resort guests no only? Okay. gosh no we did it because we would do like trails and we've restaurant. done that a bunch of times where we just went and watched the movie and we it, before the movie starts you can see chip and dale you can do the they do chalk art on the ground with you and then they have the campfire where you roast the marshmallows you can buy packages of 
you know, s'more stuff, roast the marshmallows and watch the movie. The reason I mentioned the campgrounds is because we have gone there and... The Fort the- Wilderness campgrounds are the best. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't let you in to just drive the campground anymore. Well, we never drove the campground. You had to park oh, sorry, and walk. walk the campground. <laughs> but you could, and that's why, again, maybe you make a small reservation or you get a snack or something yeah. at mobile ordering, but, or you take the boat over from like contemporary if you're already at one of the hotels. Mm-hmm. The reason I mentioned the campground is not for Disney's decorations. It's for the campers' decorations. Right. They, that is a big deal. Halloween and Christmas are a huge deal at Fort Wilderness because they do up their campers and their whole site really big. Yeah. Everybody who loves to bring their home on wheels with yeah. them, they bring all their decorations too. And it's just a lot of fun. It it's is like, really neat. It's like you mentioned in the tip. It's like driving around a neighborhood. Yep. And this is walking around a neighborhood, seeing everyone's Christmas decorations. Yeah. All right, let's move to the other theme park in the Orlando area, Universal Studios. I love Universal at Christmas. I, it is so underrated. I I agree, and I'll tell you why. I think the one of the things I loved is I've always loved watching the Macy's Day Parade. Absolutely. And so when they bring the Macy's Parade to Universal, I think that's just the coolest thing. Now, they bring... They have Macy's balloons. They used to bring some of the balloons down from New York. Yeah, they did. I don't don't, know if they do that. I don't think they do that anymore. I think it's a lot more universal themed, but it is that same style. You're talking... Gigantic balloons held by a large group of people. (laughs) Walking through Universal Studios. You know what it takes to do that on Thanksgiving Day in New York. And they do it every day during the holidays at Universal Studios. I think that's one of my favorite things to see. My other favorite thing to see, though, is the Harry Potter worlds. The Wizarding oh, worlds are it is like made for Christmas. Yeah, you you almost transport to London in Christmas. Yes, and they have. So they mentioned. Um, I just looked up on their website. They mentioned like in Diagon Alley where you can see Celestina Warbeck. They do Christmas. Oh, she it does is yes. Christmas songs. Yes. Now she I does, did. Doesn't she do? I want a hippogriff yes, for Christmas. Yes. She does. I saw it last year. We were there for Christmas and it is, oh my goodness, I absolutely love Celestina. I I love that stage. I love the whole performance they put on. But when I saw that Christmas, I was like, this is the best. I love it. It was so great. Yes. I forgot about that. (laughs) I'm going back this year. Okay. Bring me with you, please. Uh, You can absolutely come with me. We got you. Uh, the other thing on the other park at Hogsmeade is the light projection on the castle. Also not worth missing. You oh, have to see it. It's, again, you just, you know that when the music swells and it's that Harry Potter music and it's that orchestra. Or- yeah. or- orchestral. How do, I orchestral, yes. Orchestra music. <laughs> music with a bunch of instruments. Right. You just, oh, you just, you feel it. If you love Harry Potter and even if you don't, you just, you fall in love with Christmas and the music of the Harry Potter movies at Christmas and you see everything played out onto the castle. Now get there early so you can get a good spot. Yes. It's also I, out the back. Remember the one year out the back of what that, um, that restaurant. Yeah. So you can sit on the deck. I don't think you can see it anymore though. I think there is, um, blockades or at least the last time I was there but either way there's there are still some great places to see the um to see Hogwarts castle and see the light production and the Christmas thing but also there's one other thing that Universal does the best thing I think in all of Central Florida okay 
Grinchmas. Yep. Grinchmas. Look, we saw this last year. Every year it was slightly different, um, but their soundstage setup and the talent, it's just so amazing. I mean, you're talking, it. you're like stepped into the movie and you watched it play out right in front of you and they look so good and soap. The colors are absolutely spot on and the singing and the, and the acting and the makeup and the the Grinch himself yeah always I mean it is it's like walking into that movie the oh, live action yeah. movie I it think it really does a is. really good job I just love it and I f- I walk out of there and I am ready for Christmas so Seuss Landing at Islands of Adventure is all decked out with Christmas stuff and, and they have little the s- street shows yeah the holiday holiday <laughs> spectacular yep now, have you been to SeaWorld for the holidays? It's been a few years, but not too long. Same. And I, looking up what they are doing, I don't think it's changed a whole lot. There's a couple of key things that have changed over the years. Primarily, it is not a Polar Express to see Santa. It's a wild Arctic visit with mm-hmm. Santa. So they don't do the Polar Express anymore. However, they do have like a German style Christmas market. They have a real ice skating show. Yes, Which, I've seen that. It, you know, the where the stadium that it jets out onto the lake is where you normally would Bay watch the stadium. water skier water skiers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's on they the back side. They have an ice skating rink out there. Yep. I think ice skating in Florida is a feat of magic itself. And so they do winter wonderland on ice. They do lighted trees on the water. I think that one is really cool because mm-hmm. I love Christmas lights no matter where I go. And the fact that these trees reflect in the water it makes it really, really beautiful. Yes, not not. It's definitely not a park to be overlooked for Christmas. Exactly. And then if you're in Tampa, Bush Gardens in Tampa, Bush Gardens and SeaWorld are owned by the same company, so they have something very similar. They do a Christmas on Ice. They do the We Three Kings show, which is a musical Christmas tale. I think they have a Christmas tale over at oh SeaWorld also has a really big Christmas production in their in their theater way in the back. And by the way, SeaWorld that starts November thirteenth. Bush Gardens right around the same time they have a Christmas time tree show. So they have lights and music from their giant fifty foot tree. Yeah, they're. I mean, SeaWorld and Bush Gardens have um, an association with Sesame Street, so you get. Elmo, you get Sesame Street in these places. Uh, they do uh, Spark the Night fireworks on select nights. And so, you know, all of the theme parks, they have their specialties, right? They have the things that they do best for the holidays and it fits right in with their themes. Have you been to Legoland at Christmas? No, this one I've not done. I've only done Legoland probably three times ever. So. Okay. So Legoland, they do, this one is just weekends through the holidays for as far as like the events go, but they have a full size Lego Christmas tree. Oh, that's I mean, really made cool. out of Legos. It's really <laughs> cute. Uh, they do, there's a Lego Santa, you know, like the little brick people that I wonder walk around. if they put it over in their village that they have. Well, so the miniature village uh, has Christmas decorations. So they decorate their village they for Christmas. They decorate the village for <laughs> Christmas. Awesome. So for example, they have a replica of um, Washington, D.C. So you'll see a little Christmas tree and a wreath on the White House and maybe even something on Washington Memorial. You'll see... Um, decorated palm trees in the Keys and St. Augustine areas. So they do all of that, um, all of that stuff at Legoland. You, I mean, it's really cute. Legoland is definitely meant for families with smaller children. 
But, you know, you don't have to have a child to enter. No one tells you you can't enter. They're going to take your money no matter what. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, but their miniature village is really, really cute. They also have great as, rides. So Yeah, they have some fun rides, especially for the kids. Okay, so Christina, I sent you this theme park. Yes, you did. And we haven't been yet, so we can't tell you our personal experience. But Snowcat Ridge... Have you heard of this place before? I mean, only from what you sent me. This is brand new to me. Okay. Snowcat Ridge is a newer theme park. It's in Dade City. It is where it snows year-round in Florida, which is, you know, seemingly impossible. But essentially what they have, it's an alpine snow park. And it features 60 foot tall, 400 foot long tubing, snow slopes. They have an Arctic igloo. They have something called a crystal ribbon. And it's really just an ice skating trail. It's not a <gasps> yes. rink. It's a place where you just put and on they have some the ice lights, skates. Right? And they, I'm, I didn't see anything that said what they're doing specifically for the holidays. However, if you want to get your snow fix in, I think this is the place to go. I really think that's amazing. They do have an evening light show on their snow slope. So I can imagine that they'll just transform that for the holidays. Nice. But we, um, we definitely want to get over there and check it out. So. Yes. So have us come. Snow Ridge. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Invite us. (laughs) What's your favorite, out of this list, what are your favorite theme park holiday? Um, Okay, so I, you know, I already mentioned I love Epcot. I love the Candlelight Processional. Um, I want to try that Snowcat Ridge. That just sounds so fun. (laughs) Um, And uh, the Downtown Disney Christmas Tree Walk. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, sorry, Disney Springs. I'm still living in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's not MGM Studios either more yes, anymore, by the way. <laughs> I would agree with Epcot, but I love all the Santas and the Christmas stories around the world. That's one of my favorite things to do. But I am a sucker for lights, so I'm going to go to Hogsmeade for that light projection on the castle and then over to SeaWorld for their lighted trees on the water. I love all of that, too. Nice. All right, it is time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And so, you know what I did this week since we were talking Christmas and holidays? Mm. I looked for somebody who made uh, Christmas ornaments that lived in Florida and I found Seaside Gallery. Ah. She is located in Reddington Shores, Florida. She's on Etsy. She makes glass, sea glass ornaments and then miniature trees out of sea glass and they're like those little you know kind of narrow um tabletop trees that you can put in is this like glass blowing like they're made of glass i don't think so i don't think it's glass blowing blowing but she's also got a collection of seashells and corals that i'm not allowed Uh, to buy you're not allowed to buy them but it is these are i mean these are like the, the oh, trees. Oh, de- I get it. Okay. They're really, really beautiful. And I think they would make a perfect addition to anyone's mantle. So beautiful. you can find the link to her shop in our show notes. Lovely. Well, stay tuned to find out where we're going next week. And so we've talked about a lot of Disney stuff, Christmas stuff theme park stuff. If you have <laughs> any of these experiences of your own, we would love to hear about them. Make sure you are following us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Florida Travel Pod or floridatravelpod.com. You can see what we're doing, but also we want to hear what you're doing. We want to oh. see your pictures. We want to hear your experiences and we want to know about your tips. So interact with us. We're here. We're waiting. You can also reach out to us on email at Florida, hello at floridatravelpod.com. 
You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. It really does help others discover our content, which, you know, then goes to support us. And we love your support. And if you want to support us even more, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. We're going to give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. Really, every little bit helps. Anything you can do uh, this time of year or any time of year, if you support us, it just allows us to dedicate more time to the research for the best content from the Sunshine State. Where are we going next week? We're going to do some more holidays. Only non-theme park. Yes, I can't wait. Okay, but that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 